This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier, and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And now the talent for this podcast will introduce themselves. I'm Emma, uh, one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. I'm Carrie, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. And I'm Allie, the owner of Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've heard us before, you know our episodes answer questions from listeners. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to reach any of these three amazing independent bookstores. We do our best to answer all questions we receive in upcoming episodes. And with that, we're going to jump into recommendations and book talk. For this episode, each bookseller has been asked to discuss books they recommend that answer today's question. And today's question comes from Jen L. via email. I would love to go on a European holiday soon, but I just can't find the time or the money. What are some recommended memoirs or travel fiction? Which also feels like a good question for people getting ready to plan summer vacations. So, Most of the books that I read that have to do with traveling end up being like American road trip related things. So the idea of a European trip stumped me. And I, I might throw in one of the American road trip things just for fun. But I have a recommendation from one of our customers, actually. This is the one book that I've had the pleasure of witnessing this woman hand sell to random people <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. So Louise, Louise really loves... Bruno, Chief of Police, oh. by Martin yeah. Walker, um, and the entire series. And I forget how many are in this. I want to say like 14 There's books. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of books now. And there's um, like a Christmas collection. and yeah. yeah. And it just, there, there are mysteries and there are like murders that happen. But I liken it to like British TV ones where it's kind of, it's like light murder like nice pe- nice people killing other nice people yeah and the kind <laughs> for of for good reasons right <laughs> that's what we call it the Norwich bookstore exactly so you know these these books are set in like the south of France and he's a policeman who like never carries his gun cuz he doesn't need to and he helps out all the local farmers then coaches the local rugby team if yeah, i remember correctly like i mean it's yeah. just it's kind of sweet and gives you a view of the countryside and a number of the reviews about it talk about like it's a perfect companion to the slow food movement so if you like to hear about food and wine in your books I think these might be fun for you as well and then there's a mystery to follow along with so why not so that's my that's my European travel recommendation I did not realize that Bruno was a chief of police not hanging out in the U.S. right Mm. good to know Louise loves him. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. Do you want to mention your Ameri- an American one now, or do you want to, or a U.S. based one now, or do you? So, wanna... like the one that I've reread multiple times, and I've actually visited a lot of the the places that they talk about in the book, not because of the book, but just because I'm weird like that, is American Gods by Neil Gaiman. The story has to do with people bringing mythologies from their you know, countries of origin to the U.S. Weird roadside attractions in the U.S. that were built on points of power. Like, 
Uh, but if you like mythology and you like to take weird road trips around the U.S., it's a great one to read. It's not, not necessarily the best book I've ever read, but it was very fun. And it inspired road trip, so why not? Yeah. There's your segue. <laughs> That's a very good segue. I'm struggling. Thank you. I don't read a lot of books that take place overseas, I guess. Maybe I should work on that, or maybe I should read whatever the fuck I want. Pardon my French. <laughs> Anyways, I, I think maybe because I do have a European summer vacation novel novella that I absolutely adore. Maybe I thought of this because the other question we could have opted for included this author's name. So I just could not get Elena Ferrante out of my head when answering this question. So I want to recommend The Lost Daughter by Elena Ferrante. It is a novella, has recently been made into a really gorgeous film as well. It is about a woman who goes on a solo vacation. She has two near-adult daughters. She goes on a vacation with just herself, and uh, the vacation is kind of in the Italian Riviera. Apparently that's a thing, yes, I think. that is a thing. Um, I think Italian Riviera yes, somewhere Yes, there is a Italy. French and an Italian Riviera. There are both. <laughs> there are Rivieras. So I think this person is in the Italian Riviera, or somebody somewhere else nearby. A lot of it takes place on the beach. This woman observes a family with an extensive Italian family and kind of inserts herself into their narrative in horrifying and brilliant and fascinating ways. There we go. It's really internal. It's, I think of it, I think readers of Lauren Groff often like Elena Ferrante. And then that, because I was like, I swear there's another book I've read kind of recently that's like same setting, same kind of like, illicit, like blurry, weird kind of vibe. Whoops, back to vibes. I spend <laughs> way too much time around Gen Z. <laughs> Love you guys, but. And I realized I was thinking of Tender as the Night by F. Scott Fitzgerald, oh, yeah, which takes place in the French Riviera and similarly has to do with vacationing people getting into messy things with each other. A man and a woman, really glamorous couple, meet this younger actress. I've never recommended a classic on here before, so I was really excited to. It's a really old book, 1934, because I just Googled it. And, you know, if you want to read some Fitzgerald, it's one to read, I think. There you go. And you probably didn't get and you probably didn't get to it in high school. No, you didn't. And actually, can I tell a really unrelated story about this? Okay, so I kill book clubs. Like, if you have a book club like, that you that's damn, a, that's a great <laughs> no, like I murder them as in like they stop existing. Uh, so I was invited to join a book club and got to as the new member got to choose the next book, I chose Tender is the night, and we never met to discuss it. No one wanted to, and the book club died. But I liked it. Wow. And I, I think sometimes going to a classic, you get this like same, you get a lot of escapism, but also need to acknowledge that the past is not a great place to escape into. Okay, Emma. I actually, uh, when I was trying to come up with some recommendations of books I've actually read, I realized that I don't really read a lot of books with a strong sense of place that take place on our reality (laughs) plane. 
like, you know, sci-fi fantasy, yes, can recommend. Europe, not so much. But that said, would recommend if you're interested in visiting France in the 50s, Mavis Gallant, who is uh, an incredible, mostly short story writer. Uh, if you've read Alice Munro, Mavis Gallant is uh, similar, but better, in my opinion. Also a Canadian expat who moved to France, uh, one re- collection that I would recommend is the Paris stories. Or if you just want to dip your toes in, she actually has, she's read a lot on the New Yorker podcast. And I was introduced to her by an article that they published maybe like 10 years ago, which excerpted her journals, which were really interesting. And they said that they were coming out in a collection and then that never happened. And I've been waiting for it ever since. Mavis Gallant was the very first Google alert I ever set up. I love that. <laughs> That's excellent. Yep. But it's it's still it's still out there in the publishing world. I hear that it will one day get published. So yeah, Mavis Gallant, The Paris Stories, uh, NYRB has released most of her collections, so they're all available. For books that I haven't read, but I'm still going to recommend, A Line in the World by Dorta Norris, which is a memoir kind of travelogue about, it's sort of a tour of her native Denmark. And I had a rep who recommended it to me and like read a passage from it. And it was just so stunningly beautiful that like that's going to be the next book that I buy for myself. And then for something entirely different, not a memoir or fiction, have you heard of the Hedonist's Guides? Um, Stunning Iceland, Magical Venice. They are these really gorgeous coffee table travel books. Oh, are these the fiction reading Sorry, keep going, and then I'll (laughs) talk about the thing that that just brought to mind. So they're just these very nice coffee table books, lots of, like, very heavy on photography. This is not something that you would bring with you on your trip, but they came out with an Iceland one, and I'm just in love with it. Read a travel book. reminds me of a really cool series called Reading the City from a small little press overseas called Comma Press. So they are these really pretty books of short fiction, all focused around a specific city. So there's the book of Barcelona, and it's a bunch of short fiction about Barcelona, and the book of Venice. There's also non-European, there's the book of Tehran. There's, I'm looking at the list right now, actually, and there are dozens of different locations, and kind of just, it's like a miscellany of the place in fiction, and it's, they're really cool. Love that. Yeah. That's really fun. Jeff Waxman, IPG rep, put those on my radar. Nice. That's really Hi, fun. Hi, Jeff. Not that you're listening. <laughs> Emma's Icelandic thing brought to mind, I can't think of any of his books, and I'm trying to get Wi-Fi, and I'm not getting it, but there is an Icelandic author who wrote in the 40s and 50s, Haldor Laxness, and he won the Nobel Prize in Literature, and was the first man, person from Iceland to do so. And his books are firmly, incredibly grounded in Iceland. Like, I don't think they could take place anywhere else. Um, there are a lot of sheep, for all you sheep lovers out there. Um, I in love them. sheep. Yeah, I was actually looking at Ali. As I said, that, I was like, Ali might like these books. Let's <laughs> respond. Uh, but they're very, they're, he writes beautifully, and you really do feel like you're sitting in Iceland with each one of the characters. And then the other thing is just a classic with Ali's comment is Mark, we were talking earlier, uh, Mark Twain wrote Innocence Abroad. And if you haven't read that, that is a European vacation, basically. It is a tour of Europe with a bunch of Americans that Mark Twain pokes gentle fun at. 
that will be how I will describe it. You will recognize some of the behaviors and not like them, but he does it in a very kind yet pointed way. So you're not ter- you're not totally uncomfortable while you're reading it. You're mostly laughing and recognizing a lot of your own traits, perhaps, or at least a lot of the things that you have observed of Americans abroad. Um, again, this was written, you know, when he was alive, so we haven't changed very much, apparently. So those came to mind. Hope that helps, Jen, and I actually hope more than that that you get to go to Europe, since you seem to be craving a European vacation. So, okay, and with that, to sum, we discussed for this episode about travel. I recommended Bruno, Chief of Police by Martin Walker. I recommended The Lost Daughter by Elena Ferrante and Tender is the Night by F. Scott Fitzgerald. You may have heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) A little known author. (laughs) And I also mentioned those city books. Reading the City. City, Which are super fun. And I talked about Mavis Gallant, particularly her story collection The Pear Stories, A Line in the World by Dorta Norris, and the Hedonist Guides, including Stunning Iceland and Magical Venice. And I just chimed in with Anything by Halder Laxness from Iceland and Innocence Abroad by Mark Twain. And with that, we end this episode. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, Junction Arts Media, and these three fabulous Upper Valley bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, The Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, please contact us at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or reach any of these three fabulous stores using your preferred social media method. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org.